Hey, y'all. Treasury here with Picture Me Living. And Happy New Year. I was just asking at work, when is the cutoff for saying Happy New Year? Like, I think we need to have an actual, like, date. Because, you know, y'all begin to look carried away with it. But, because... I took a few weeks off and this is the first episode this year. I'm going to tell y'all happy new year. Drink of the hour is water because I need to hydrate. Um, let's just get straight into it. Y'all been giving me some great feedback. Um, couple feedback items. Um, a couple people said that I've gotten better. And I went back and I listened to first few episodes of um, the season one starts and they were mainly solo episodes and uh, I do feel like it has been a journey. <laughs> I feel like... Um, I was really nervous at first and the solo episodes are way more difficult considering I've had quite a few guests recently. Um, it is difficult to sit down and talk to y'all and y'all ain't here, but I trust that y'all are going to be here over the next couple weeks downloading and listening to it when you get time. So that was the issue at first until I started getting feedback, whatever, whatever. The best feedback that I've received, though, is a stranger came to me at a place that I frequent often and said they really like how transparent I am. They really enjoy the transparency. They enjoy the conversation. And they were just really shocked at some of the things that I talked about in my personal life. Before I move on from that, thank you all for all of the feedback. It was even somebody who was like, yo, that sound on that last episode, I don't like that. One girl DM me and was like, yo, why was your guest yelling? And it wasn't necessarily the guest. Most of my guests are going to be loud and crazy, <laughs> but I'm very monotone. Not only that, when you when I set up the two microphones and the, the way I travel with my equipment, it is very difficult to deal with the sound on my own. So um, bear with me. That's that's still a growth pro progress that <laughs> I, I appreciate y'all for uh, hanging in through that. Appreciate it. Anyway, I have a message to share. Um, and I have not rehearsed this message at all. It is a positive message, very positive. And it's not something that's going to change overnight. And it, it may not change at all, but social media, right? I, I always want to quit social media because of perception. Um, half of me is concerned about perception. I have to be as a businesswoman. Can't just go out and do what the fuck you want to do. And, you know, ask people to support your business. Uh, 
Yeezy just taught us that, right? You you have to care about what people think to an extent. Um, with that being said, the other half don't give a fuck what people think, right? So it's a constant battle and the don't give a fuck half of me is probably what has held me over this long. Um, the perception and, you know, it, it has a lot to do with, you know, the attitudes of, you know, your village around you also. And I've never really agreed with this thought process. Hear me out. I've never really agreed with this thought process, but I've heard it so much from the people around me. Right. Um, do you care for people sharing their negative, whatever on social? Do you do, does that matter to you? Um, what that means is if someone consistently posts something happy, right? Once a week, um, they got a raise this week, next week, they're on vacation week after that pregnancy announcement week after that, they're on vacation. Are you that person that says, damn, what's you ain't got nothing negative going on in your life. I want to see that. I want to see that you're human. And I've heard people say that and I've gotten caught up in that because, you know, I see the best in people, but I can kind of go back to my roots, which is inspire me. I log on the internet to be inspired. What do you mean, Trey? Let's use Will and Jada as an example. For a very long time, for decades, we ain't know they business. And the average person thought they were inhuman. They were perfect. Um, I didn't think that. You know why? Because I didn't I didn't care. I didn't care for their actual business. And we heard rumors or whatever that that was, you know, enough for me to know. But that wasn't enough for the general public. And they came out with a, a few of their business over the couple last couple of years. And y'all have bullied the fuck out of them. Y'all have roasted them. Y'all have done all of this stuff because now I'm realizing that it is actually inhumane to assume people are perfect. Why do you need to see the negative side of people like? I think that uh, that's a question that a lot of people got to ask themselves. And I don't think that's going to change overnight. I think that I am going to continue with this philosophy and I'm going to preach it as long as I walk this earth. Picture me living is something that I fully believe in. And this year I'm going to urge everyone that's listening to take more pictures. Inspire people online or get inspired. All right? Follow accounts that inspire you. Um, I think that your perception will change. It's going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight. But uh, there's no need to see people's negative news. It happens. Right. Am I wrong about that? Like, I don't want to log on and see you crying. I don't want to log on and see pictures of you at somebody's funeral. I, I, 
that's something that common sense happens. We're all going to die one day. Like, why do I need to log on the internet to see that? <laughs> Can you post a picture of your race? Can you post a picture that you got a job? Make a post that you got a job. Post your engagement pictures. Whatever makes you happy in your life. Post more pictures of that. Inspire others and log on to be inspired. If you're logging on the internet and not getting inspired, I think that you should just delete those apps for a while until you find the inspiration within yourself to not look for the negative shit in people like you don't need that. Why do you need why do you need that to make yourself feel better? Why does someone else's downfall make you feel better? Let's get inspired more from social media. Let's take more of our own pictures. I saw a young lady make that as a New Year's resolution. I don't believe in New Year's resolution, but I'm, I ain't, I ain't going to go there. Um, I also saw this page called We The Urban. It's W-E-T-H-E-U-R-B-A-N at We The Urban. If you're not following that, you should. It is going to bring the sun out on your rainy day right now. If you don't follow that on your rainy days and you need a little sunshine, that's that's what this Instagram page is inspiring. Um, We the Urban made a post and it said, take more pictures this year. Get out of that headspace. You look good. And I'm paraphrasing it. Bitch, you look good. Like, chill out. Get out your head because in the years to come, 20, 30, 40 years from now, whatever your life expectancy is, you are going to thank yourself for taking those pictures, especially in this digital age that we're in right now where you can have a storage of all these pictures. You don't have to lug them around, carry them around like back in the day. You got this digital storage where you could put all the pictures of yourself, of your significant other or lack thereof. Enjoy the moment of being single because everybody cheating outside. So just enjoy that. Um, enjoy your kids. Take pictures of them now, especially if they're at the age where they want to take kids. Because take my word for it. They is not going to want to take pics when they get older. So take them pics now. Take the pics with your kids. Just take more pictures, man. You'll thank yourself later. That was my message, though. I just really felt inclined to share that to the world today because it just kind of hit me. This this positive mindset that I always try to have and that I always I work really hard internally to have a happiness that is contagious. I I work really hard for that. Um, And it's not always attainable. Shit happens. I am human. Um, I get angry. I get sad. I go through a range of emotions just like everybody else. Perception is is crazy, man. I talk about that a lot. And I learn about it more and more as I get older. The more wise I get, the more life lessons I have and the people around me have. So a quick example of perception. Um, A young lady told me that she never saw me with my son like Somebody that I've seen on and off, you know, for years, you know, for, you know, over a decade. And she said she never saw me with my son. I was just telling June this story this morning, too. He was like, what? 
And I was like, she wasn't wrong, though. I only saw her at the bar. Did I take you to the bar? Did I take you to the club? So she saw me for four hours out of a day, maybe twice a week. So, yeah, she didn't see me with my son. She didn't pull up to the house. She So my perception is totally different. My perception is of this mom that is constantly with her child. Um, I can't think of many moments in my adult life that my son has not been around. So when she said that, it just threw me way off. But she wasn't wrong. That's really her perception. Um, whose fault is that? That's I ain't got nothing to do with that. Um, I don't think it's that serious anymore. But if I was to continue that conversation, we probably would have gotten into an argument over mixed perceptions of a kid that's always been attached to my hip. And she wouldn't have been wrong. And that's how perception works. Um, you just have to uh, be wise enough to understand that uh, you, you see how that could turn into an argument, though. You see how you can have a disagreement with an individual based off of their perception. That's not wrong. It just ain't right either. So you got to think about it. We're carrying that perception, that not wrong, not right perception to a picture on social media. Do you understand how powerful that is? Like, do you understand how powerful that energy is? So I'm posting this picture thinking, man, this is a really dope picture. I'm going to keep going and living my life, though, with the problems that I have. But I just posted this really dope picture that's really dope in the moment. My outfit cute. The aesthetics are wonderful. But I'm going to continue going through life, healing, making money and doing all this stuff that I don't need to post about because it's nobody's business. But the perception of somebody else is, man, that bitch got her life together. Cause her goddamn aesthetics, this, this shallow picture, this shallow beauty is all I need to perceive that her life is perfect. Keep scrolling. See a dude in the Maldives, man. He act like he rich. I just looked up. He live in New York. It's twenty six hundred dollars to go to the Maldives. Oh my God! I could, I could do so much more with that money. I could be doing this. I could be doing it. Well, you're not. And I urge you, if that's if that if that's your thought process, please log off. Cause I don't want the dude to get discouraged from posting and inspiring me. Cause when somebody posts in the Maldives. I am in your stories. What we eat for lunch? <laughs> Who is your tour guide? Who are that bad bitch over there in the corner? Please tell me you made friends with that Italian couple. Like I need every deep of your trip. I don't want you to be discouraged from the negative Nancy with this fucked up ass perception on the internet. Come on, we need to work on that. Anyway, the stranger that gave me uh, the best feedback um, she reminded me, and this was actually a while ago. I might have actually talked about her before. Shout out to the other people that have given me feedback. That that's you know awesome too. But this one just really made me emotional because it was a stranger. Like, okay, I'm reaching strangers. What's up? Um, she liked the transparency. Blah blah blah. All of that. Um, it reminded me of 
the people that do enjoy the lifestyle stories that do enjoy that, that, you know, man, I was raised by my grandmother, man. I got a, a sister that's on drugs, just like your mom. Um, I had a brother that constantly borrows money. Also, um, it's a lot of people that can relate to my lifestyle stories. And it's a lot of people that can't. It's a lot of people that can relate to the triggering stories. And it's a lot of people that can't. So I will continue to put the time frame at the bottom, especially if I know it's going to get deep. And this story, I am about to get a little deep. So put your seatbelt on or fast forward if you need to. Y'all want to know who really um, touched me and inspired me when I was younger? Keisha Cole had a reality show with her mom, Frankie, her sister, Nephi. Um, I was logged in. I felt like that. I don't even know how to describe that. I don't even know how to describe that feeling. Um, And my friends was logged in too. I mean, people was really watching the Keisha Cole show. I mean, it was, it was something. Um, And I say constantly, I had this reality show, right? If I could put the four matriarchs in my family in a four bedroom house with cameras for 30 days, um, it just exponentially changed the direction of my family. I mean, it it is so much drama and they so cute. I mean, Jesus Christ, if you follow me on Instagram, actually, I have a YouTube video on Ryua interlude. Go check that out. Um, they are so cute and they have so much history, so much pain and they love each other just as much as they hate each other. And they are so different, but they are so, <laughs> so the same. And it's just so cute. And it's just, I, I just wish I had the money to do that. Um, That's where I would start in a reality show. So obviously, um, because they're so close in age, um, that would just be a great start. And then their offspring, obviously, these... uh. Bad yellow bones in the eighties. They they went through it. They they went through it. My mom and her cousins. They they struggled. Some of them barbecued. Some of them mildewed. Um. There, most of them are still here. I only think one of them passed away. Cousin Mona Lisa. And uh, yeah, man, their kids. We we're 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 struggling. The the grandkids of the matriarchs is is this a reality show. I mean, if you think my life is crazy, I mean my brothers are older than me and they are still trying to find their way. I mean, they are is heavy, it's very, very heavy. I really do get motivated by the Keisha Cole show. I really do think that it's something there. With that being said, 
Laura has to get on my podcast. My mom, I call her Laura. Um, she keeps saying no. And I asked her recently, I said, if a journalist came and paid you $500 to talk for an hour, would you do it? She said, no. She said, why? What they want to talk about? The problem is my mother does not want to talk to me. She has never admitted to me she had a problem. She's never admitted to me she's an alcoholic or a drug addict. She has only told me when she wasn't on drugs. And when she wasn't on drugs, she was heavy on alcohol. And this was for about five years. Um, when I got out, the, right before I got out of the Navy and like four years after that, um, she was heavy too. Like she was heavy in the middle. She got her ass back. I mean, my, my mom, you know, you see where I get it from, granny. So my mom, when she's not super skinny, she got a big booty. And it's an alcohol belly. Um, that was the only time she admitted to not being on drugs, but man, we'll sit and drink a bottle together and she going to go get another bottle. And I'm like, okay, sis, wait a minute. So (laughs) I am done. What's happening? Anyway. So granny's birthday was the other day and last year I went I went all out for her 80th and we had a family emergency that I couldn't necessarily afford, but I made it happen. I made it happen for her to, you know, go deal with the family emergency and uh, my son and I also went. Um, Needless to say, this birthday was just going to be a happy birthday. Nana, we love you so much. What are you doing? Um... When I get paid tomorrow, I'm I'm paying for your dinner. Literally, that was going to be it. Well, uh, she did not get to the dinner portion because she cursed me out. Um, and it wasn't actual curse words, not this time, but it was definitely, um, very hurtful conversation. Um, God is disappointed in me. Um, and I don't want to paraphrase too dramatic. I don't want to go too far with it. But because y'all, I, I can curse and I, I understand. Side note. Um, when I listen back to the first few episodes to try, try to listen to y'all feedback, I do curse a lot. I'm going to try to work on the big curse words, but I'm going to still say what the fuck I want to say. I'm I'm, going to meet y'all halfway with the curse words. But anyway, um, no, granny didn't curse at me this time, but it was, you know, very heavy on the God is disappointed in me. God no longer has his hands on me. Um, And I just took from these four huge ass paragraphs that I'm just a terrible person. Um, not my uncle that's still alive, not my mom, not my two brothers that's older than me. It's just me. I am just a terrible person. And you know why? Because, you know, I have a good job. I'm the only one that has broken the generational curse in my family from on my grandmother's lineage. I'm the only one. So of course I ain't shit. 
because I don't take care of anybody but my offspring. That's what breaking a generational curse is. Um, moving forward, we're going to change the way we do things. Um, but that's not my, my that doesn't make my grandmother happy at all. Um, long story short, healing works in mysterious ways because three years ago she did something similar and I just I flipped the fucking brick. And every time before that, I mean, I just, I just could not handle it. But this time, I'll be honest. I ain't even read all that shit. I'm being real honest. I wrote her back. I pray you had a blessed birthday. And I said to myself, well, I'm finna say this dinner money. Because that at this point, anything that I do moving forward is not going to be appreciated. So I'm going to go ahead and say that. Um, Toxic family members. Who out there has to deal with toxic Family members. We see that meme all the time that says we're no longer dealing with that's just how they are type of people, right? Oh, that's just how they are. You know how she is. Yeah, I do. And I don't have to deal with it. That's one thing as a society. We are learning that you can't change people. That is how they are. I ain't got to deal with it. So... Have a blessed day. And I'll talk to you next time. When your attitude change, I'll talk to you. If your attitude don't change, okay, I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you the next time. But I'm not going to deal with this. I don't have to. Because that's just how I am. How many people have to deal with toxic family members? This ain't talked about a lot I get it we talk about them but we don't talk about it in a safe space like this um you got some stories you want to share contact at pmlpodcast.com I know I had issues with the email around uh the end of last year it is working now I apologize for that I was like dang I ain't got no emails oh is not working. Contact at pmlpodcast.com if you want to share your stories, if you want to get some stuff off your chest, because that that hurts. Having a toxic family member is such a mind fuck. Because it it if you fall victim to it, you put up with anything from these friends. If your family ain't shit, your friends can treat you like pure trash and you won't even notice it. Cause you just want family that bad. Toxic family members, man. And it's crazy where it falls. Like sometimes, you know, you think of a brother or a cousin. Now there's people out here with toxic mom, dads, grandparents. Like that is such a mind fuck. Tell me your stories, man. Get off your chest because that is terrible. I had a friend before I move on from a from the deep conversation. I had a friend share a uh tv show uh trailer called angel on bet go look it up uh, if you ain't doing shit go look it up now pause this and go look it up and come back and see me um this show is about a young lady named angel grew up in a hood and 
it triggered me because, um, and that's why the person sent it to me like, oh, look, Trey is you. Like, okay, I didn't need to be sad today, bruh. Damn. Anyway, so it triggered me because this young lady, pretty young lady in the hood, no resources, no family, and um, her friends became family. You know, in that type of neighborhood, it's, it's a gang. Like, it ain't it ain't y'all suburban people out there. Gang, gang. No, no, no. Like, it's an actual gang. Like, like legit prostitution, robbing people, all of that. And this young lady got into a lifestyle. You know, the whole Cardi B uh, scandal, alleged scandal of, you know, drugging people, taking their money. She got into that and she went to prison. And that's really what the preview shows. And it's like, man. I don't get the round of applause. Call me selfish or full of myself right now or call me realistic or feel bad because you are a part of this. But I don't get the round of applause for being on this side of the law at 37 years old. I don't get the round of applause for making it through that. Who out there remembers when? (laughs) Which one of my friends out there remember the stick up girl era? Where people really thought I was a stick-up girl because of the guys I was hanging out with. Like, they that's what I was called. And I, I'm like, no, nah, y'all going to get me fucked up, man. Hold on. Because I'm not participating in that. But if they would have asked me, I probably would have. That's just how deep I was into the project life. The, the people around me, that's what they did. And I didn't see anything wrong with that. I also read books about I told y'all this the Eiffel Tower going to Paris going to Tokyo um the Sydney Opera House like I I read books about places that I wanted to go and I knew that life wasn't gonna get me there not legally and that was my goal and I worked toward that goal but I was very close to that lifestyle think of how many people in prison right now with so much wasted potential that are smart as fuck that are intelligent IQ out of this world but they ain't had no resources they ain't had no parents they they ain't had nobody encouraging them saying good job today and when that person when this friend sent that trailer to me this angel trailer and I thought about that like man no, I, I did a good ass job. Like, this is crazy. Like, this is literally. I mean, I don't know who finna give me the round of applause. I'm, I clap for myself. But maybe that's why I don't relate to a lot of people on this side of the law. Because I spent so much time on that side and with my parents being who they are. With my brothers being who they are. And... It's just a really interesting concept and it's interesting to know how many people did not get to escape that side of the law that could have, that had had the intellect, just didn't have the support. Are you going to watch Angel? I ain't watching it, but if I get a group of people to watch it, I, I might, I just might. I mean, I brought it up, so let me know if you watch the preview. You're going to watch it. Anyway, 
Let's exit the deep conversation and get into some travel topics. What are some of your or what's on your travel bucket list? I want to revisit that topic from season one. Email me, DM me. Five to ten things on your travel bucket list. I want to know. I want to talk about it. I wanted to talk to y'all about how I plan a trip, right? Uh, for the sake of time, most people plan trips based off of a location that they want to go to or based off of, yeah, that's pretty much it. I plan a trip based off of that and based off of what's on sale. So it's either I want to go there or it was on sale, like Curacao. So I'm at the intersection of how I plan trips and how y'all plan trips, right? And when I thought about that, I said, I want to talk about this on the podcast because I really want to urge people to continue to think out of the box, but live your life. We're going to tie this in to, to the text that I got from Granny because... You have to put yourself first. Take that trip. Leave them kids with their grandparents. Leave them kids at, at a nanny, whatever, whatever you can afford. Catch that flight that's on sale. Or if you really do want to go somewhere, because a lot of y'all want to run to Jamaica, um, the popular place. And because of that, because of the popularity, um, those flights can be pretty pricey. Compared to the sale things that I'm always constantly reminding you guys about, right? Um, even Tulum is pretty high because everyone is is going there. Um, check out the sale places or save up. Take a staycation or two and save up for that trip to Jamaica. But I urge you to put yourself first. You cannot prioritize someone else, and that's including your kids. You cannot prioritize someone else's life before yours, someone else's mental health before yours. You're not you're not gonna make it through that. Um a big popular thing right now, not to get too far off subject, y'all putting these kids in private school. I don't work with nobody. In this six-figure career that went to a private school. <laughs> so y'all paying these flight prices for your kids to go to private school. Listen, y'all better put yourself first, man. That's all I'm going to do with that information. Now, I ain't, t- I ain't telling you to just completely say, fuck these kids. Don't do that. I'm going to need y'all to still be parents. I'm going to need y'all to figure it out. Like I said, take a few staycations, but save up to take yourself somewhere nice. Okay? Somewhere different. Somewhere that you really want to try their food locally. Um, even if it's, you know, because, you know, Jamaica is, is hood. It ain't the nicest. But the food is amazing. The extracurricular activities, amazing. So I want y'all to also meet me at that intersection too. Just how I'm meeting y'all. Because I really want to go to a specific place. And I'm going to go. And I'm going in February. And... It's not the nicest on my pocket right now. (laughs) 
And so I'm like, damn, this is how regular people travel. And I wanted to talk to y'all about that. Most of the time when I travel, how I plan my trips, I try to base it off what's on sale or I try to fit in a sale flight somewhere in there. I try to fit in some sort of sale. Another thing that I'm changing that I'm getting from you Instagram gals, um, my old hairstylist in particular, she just went to Greece last year and everything was aesthetically pleasing. And I know her, um, she not stopping the moment because I've been on trips with people that the moment is stopped for us to get this picture. And it's like, girl, if you don't come on, but, um, I know this particular person, her moment did not, her world did not stop. She got her shit and she moved on. Either it's going to work for Instagram or it's not. But what she does and what I'm going to try to do is make sure the hotel is aesthetically pleasing because read the reviews too though. But if the architect and the hotel manager put thought into the lobby, I'm pretty sure they put thought into security. I can I can guarantee that. They put thought into a whole bunch of other shit too. Always read reviews though. And a pro travel tip of mine. If you're going to Paris, don't stay in the Hilton. Don't stay in the Holiday Inn, Marriott. If you got a free night there now, hold on. Do what you need to do. But stay in some Parisian shit. Any first world country, I would recommend that. Now, when you get, you know, into the third world, uh, if you're staying in a big city, I still recommend that. I recommend that you thoroughly read the reviews. Go on TripAdvisor, look up that hotel, read the reviews. Go on Hotels.com, Expedia, go to all of those, do your research, read the reviews. Only verified people can leave reviews. So people that have stayed there and have proof that they've stayed there. So the hotel manager can't go in there 85 times and leave 85 reviews. So that is definitely a pro travel tip. You're going to get the most out of your trip. You're going to get uh, a more local stay. Y'all know I like Airbnbs too though. Just depends on where it is. Um, I always like giving travel advice. If you need something procured to... A trip that you are about to take, email me, send me a DM, hit me up. I just watched this TV show called The Resort on a Peacock, I think, one of those Peacock Paramount, one of those P's. And the show was about a resort in the Yucatan area. So Tulum, Cancun, uh, Cozumel, one of those. And it was an American white man that owned a resort. And it was a, it was like a murder mystery, right? And some of the guests were eating the all-inclusive food, right? And they made comments on how the food was nasty. They was telling the owner, like, the food is nasty. And sure enough, they showed a flashback. And it was like an Asian fusion sushi restaurant in Mexico. I told y'all I do not do all-inclusive resorts, and I told y'all why. They be telling y'all on these TV shows the food just don't be good. If you get lucky and you run up on one where the food is good, well, good for you. God damn it. 
But life is too short for me to experiment with my money like that. So with a taco truck, it. I'm finna, I'm finna get the <laughs> cheapest hotel in a place like that. I'm going to get the cheapest hotel or Airbnb and just point me in the direction of the nearest taco truck. Please and thank you. But yeah, when y'all are planning these trips, put yourself first. Um, I don't recommend traveling with little kids. Leave them at the house. If you want to, that's on you. Um, if you look, little June ain't going nowhere with me. Okay. Big June can go anywhere with me now. He can go to the end of the earth and back. But goddamn, y'all be putting these babies on these flights. Why? Why? They not even going to remember that. Anyway. Mm. Y'all know I like two eyes. That's how I plan my trips. And it's my duty right now to say again, put yourself first. You're going to thank yourself later. Um, Someone asked about my lock progress. I am trying to do more social media lock videos. I wanted them to grow a little bit more before I got too involved in that, but they are just flourishing. So I made a wash day on TikTok. Check that out. I I would not recommend any products just yet. Um, but if you've had locks for over two years and you have products that you would like to recommend, I say over two years because, um, it is a process to get to know your hair and get to know what works. So if you have any products and you've had, uh, or if you have any favorite products and you've had your locks for a while, send me an email, shoot me a DM of what those products are. And I would not mind sharing them. I will say that conditioner has been my best friend. Interlocking my locks has been a lifesaver. If I did not discover interlocking, I probably would have cut them off. So if you're not familiar with that, um, YouTube it. I made a little video on TikTok. It's not that great. I'm just going to be honest. But uh, there are some girls on YouTube. They got the great camera angle and all that shit. YouTube it. Check it out. It's a it's a lifesaver when you're active. And my favorite style is wearing them down. So when you retwist them um, and you go work out, it's done. When you retwist them and you have a good sex session, it's, it's done. Um, unless you get it into a style. I have not figured out a style yet. And I'm not rushing to do that. These may be with me for the rest of my life. And God willing, I'm going to be here for a while. So I ain't in no rush. So, yeah, hit me up with your favorite lock products. And I got some topics that I want guests for. I I have a dating series on TikTok, right? Because about half of y'all are listening from TikTok. Appreciate that. Appreciate that, folks. So, dating series latest video is about dating multiple people. And I'm just going to hit this briefly because 
I want to have a drink. Preferably with a guy. I want a guy that is bold enough to talk about dating with me on this podcast. That's going to be difficult. Um, I got an ace in the hole, though. By the way, shoot y'all a alley hoop real quick. On my birthday, Miami, meet me there. Don't beat me there. If you know my birthday and you hear this, pull up. Other than that, I ain't telling y'all where I'm going for my big birthday trip. You're going to have to uh, see that on the Instagram. And I will probably live stream the podcast that I create there. And it is going to be worth it. So stand by. It is an open invitation to pull up to Miami, though. Only for the people that know my actual birthday. That means you fuck with me, pull up. Oh, yeah. Travel tip. Y'all know Southwest in trouble, right? Y'all better go get you one of these. Y'all better go get you one of these. I think last time I seen Atlanta to Fort Lauderdale were like $12. Listen. Don't tell me I ain't did. Listen. Don't tell me I ain't did nothing for you. If you are in Atlanta, I, no, I don't recommend any layovers with them. They go by point to point, city to city thing that just never made sense. And it is really kick them in the ass right now. I don't have any loyalty to any airline, but uh, that ain't never made sense. And I think they're saying that now. However, when you're going directly somewhere for $12, I wouldn't check no bag neither. They gonna lose your shit. Don't check your bag. Do not check your bag. Don't, don't say I ain't tell you. And if they don't lose it, it's gonna take an hour for it to come out from the airplane. Okay. Um, but for $12, I, I got a book bag. As a matter of fact, I sell them picturemeliving.store. I'm going to leave the link below. I got some carry-ons for you. For $12 from Atlanta, you can go to Midway, Chicago. You can go Atlanta to Baltimore. You can go Atlanta to Fort Lauderdale. You can go Atlanta to Tampa, Atlanta to Orlando. Uh, look it up. They is in trouble. I'm going to need you to take advantage of these sale flights, okay? Anyway... Uh, back to the dating series. I totally meant to put that into the, uh, how I plan my travel. So I made this video by dating multiple people and why I don't necessarily agree with it because y'all be forgetting details, men and women. So say you're going to date number with person number one, date number one. And they talking, talking, talking. They tell you they got three kids. They are Capricorn. They live on the south side. A few weeks go by. You done seen a couple people. You done chilled by yourself at the bar. I mean, you just did your thing over a few weeks. You single. You, you got the right to do that. Well, you back with person number one. Yeah, I'm a cancer. What's your sign? Bitch, I told you. And anybody of value intellectually is going to immediately cross you out. And if it's a man, they're going to fuck you first and then they're going to cross you out. So 
I'm gonna need y'all to do better with that. Take notes. We all got smartphones. Take notes. It's a notepad in our phone. Like nobody is putting in any effort these days, men or women. I see it both ways. Um, men are also the prize. I think that women are forgetting that. Men that got their shit together and they got good dick, they are the prize. Especially if they got both of those. I mean, men can also be the prize. I think that right now, you know, women can get caught up and I'm the prize. I'm, I breathe life into this world. Absolutely. You are. You're beautiful. You breathe life into this world. But when someone of value enters your court, um, if y'all take each other serious, y'all are each other's prize. If you take yourself serious, you will realize the man that enters. If you date with intention and you take yourself serious, you take your mental health serious, you take your physical health serious. I don't like everybody energy in my space, neither. Like, no, no, man. But if you do all of that and you take all of that serious yourself internally, you will realize on the first date that, yeah, I might not need to fall in love on this first date, but this guy is of value to my life. So maybe I need to pay attention to what the fuck he's saying. And vice versa. Um, men are starting to, you know, we got emotions too. We got this going on. We got that going on. And, you know, men are more emotional than women. That's no secret. And men already expect on the first date for us to remember they mama middle name. I mean, we supposed to remember everything that they said. And with the amount of work and careers that we got going on right now, like it is hard for women to do all of that when we don't think that y'all are going to take us serious. There's a huge accountability ball dropped in this dating world. I've heard it all. I have heard it all. That was my last topic on the uh, dating series on TikTok. And I need to talk to somebody about that. Did social media kill real relationships? I think it did. I didn't agree with that at first. I was stubborn. I think it did because for me personally, married men are in my DM. So why the fuck would I want to get married? That's a serious question. And I it ain't just me. It's a lot of women out there. Married men are in their DM. Married men are constantly liking their picture. More married men and men in relationships like our shit than the single men. Single men have so many women DMing them, especially the single men that got their shit together. Like I said, got your shit together and you packing. Um, Their options for women are just astronomical. They don't have to really move a muscle. It's, it's going to come to them naturally. <laughs> so it's a huge issue right now in this dating world. And you know what it is from the male perspective with that last statement I made? Because so many women are DMing y'all, y'all think the same thing about us. When it ain't shit but trash DMing us. 
It, and when I say trash, yes, married men are trash. If you're DMing somebody other than your wife. Okay. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's nothing, but it's not what's DMing you. I'm going to tell you that right now. But because men are more emotional, they just assume that the perception, we're going to go back to that, that P word, right? The perception is all these hoes DMing me. She got a lot of dudes on her. Nah, it's it's some bullshit. It's it's some big bullshit in my DM. <laughs> and it's women are saying that everywhere. It's a lot of accountability that needs to be had. But yeah, social did. Uh, I saw Justin LaBoy post the other day and I commented on it. And I had a conversation with a guy in the um, comment section. It said, the post said, um, when we have sex, I no longer like her pictures anymore. Her pictures. That's, that's very childish. But the fact that women notice that, um, and men, y'all notice that too. Y'all just try to act superior emotionally and don't bring it up. But if you post a picture on with your Sunday's best, Everybody but your bitch like it. But you see on Michael B. Jordan posts, my bitch and two million other people like this. You gonna be in your feelings. Like, hold on. Cause he posted a minute after my post. So you scroll past my shit and like this dude shit. Come on, man. Anyway, social probably did kill. <laughs> relationship but at the same time i do know a couple and i ain't gonna i'm not gonna get into it because they probably gonna be mad that i said something but uh i'm gonna just say a little bit they ain't follow each other on social and they still broke up and and they shit ended terribly so i'm i'm kind of still on the fence with that like your relationship can still fuck up and y'all don't have social so <laughs> it don't take social to kill the relationship, but that is a very great topic to debate on this podcast. Also, I still want to have someone on here to review movies. I saw an article the other day from a reputable magazine and I was disgusted. Um, when y'all get to hear me talking about movies, that's just going to really broaden my range. It was 11 of Tom Hanks best movies. And guess what they had as the least number 11. I'm going to give y'all a moment of silence. I want y'all to yell at the speakers with me. Guess what they had as number 11 as the least of all of these movies motherfucking Forrest Gump. I said I was going to work on the big curse words. I'm sorry. They had Forrest Gump as number 11 though. That ain't right. That ain't right. And then I was like, oh, this a bullshit. This a bullshit article. This a bullshit magazine. Now I was Vogue. And I was thoroughly disgusted. Who the fuck wrote this? Y'all could have called me because that ain't right. And I'm going to go through the list when I have a guest to talk about movies. But number one was uh, Castaway. So I agree with that. But number two is Forrest Gump, bitch. The fuck? 
it's actually a tie for me. Like every Saturday we watch Forrest Gump. You know what wasn't on the list? I just realized Green Mile wasn't. Hold on. I'm finna write down. But it was movies like uh, Castaway. I don't know the exact order. Um, the Terminal. That's definitely one of my favorite Tom Hanks movies. Um, maybe because I'm into aviation. Um, but it definitely goes into detail about airport manager and their job. And how sticky things can get with uh, the international airport and the international arrivals and shit that could pop off in that 12 hour flight in the international country. So if you haven't watched the terminal, check it out. I think Tom Hanks did a brilliant job in that. Come on, who won't fuck with me and talk about movies? I want to still do the Denzel and Samuel Jackson comparison. Obviously, I want to debate top 11 Tom Hanks movie, rewrite that list, and send it to Vogue myself. Um, yeah, that's all I really want to uh, talk about with y'all to get the new year started. And I, I pray that you guys take more pictures this year. Hit up picturemeliving.store, get you the carry-on, get you the book bag, but also get the um logo shirt and logo hoodie to show your support i want to have um some leisure female items on the site in the next couple of weeks and uh we'll see about that not sure if i'm mentally ready for that we'll see i want to not sure if i need to and uh what else is to come with picture me living more guests Full transparency. I really didn't want to sit here by myself, but I had a message to share. Um, Full recap. Email me with your stories, with your toxic family members. And if you want to be a guest and if you are a man that, <laughs> that got the balls to sit down here and talk about dating with me, hit me up. See y'all next time.